You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We have the offense talk about why Griffin did they stall? They stalled because they got outplayed everywhere. Um, I mean, they got outplayed. Uh, Pete was, I think Pete's trying to manifest a little bit. He was like, you know, the protection's okay. Um, the protection was actually pretty bad. Uh, Charles Cross did not have a good game. Um, and like, I, you don't need to panic because he's going to be very good. Like, I have no doubt. He just needs to find his footing, you know, and everything will be fine. Abraham Lucas played okay. I mean, he played all right. Uh, the interior, if it wasn't, Haynes, it was, you know, it was uh, Blythe. And if it wasn't Blythe, it was Gabe Jackson, you know. Um, I still have hope for the interior to, to be fine. Um, Blythe didn't like lose bad. He was just like getting, he was just getting bull rushed a little bit off of awkward angles. Um, but so, all right. So the they, they didn't scheme aggressively in the sense that, well, they didn't go deep very much. Um, Within those play calls, though, I think it's important to understand that Gino's process was aggressive within what was called. Like he had opportunities to turtle up and be more careful with the ball. Um, but like he went for it in some context. So like uh, the one dig route to lock it really had 10 players on the field. Like that's really good quarter. Like that's the quarterback trying to get everything he can out of the look um, as possible. But good, that good example of that is that... Uh third and a mile shot to Metcalf, which resulted in the interception, which came back for defensive pass interference, where he's looking at Lockett's sit route against cover three, uh, fully knowing that he ain't going to throw that. He's just reading the weak hook defender of cover three who's come down to Lockett. And so yeah. he knows there's a window to throw the, the skinny post to Metcalf behind, which there was. Like, right. he could have just checked it down over the middle and then they punt. But no, he's like trying to push the ball down the field when the routes are down the field. Which you know, Pete Carroll's comments, which we covered in yesterday's podcast. But um, oh my god, this is disaster. Hold on, <laughs> next time I will actually charge my uh, things. Uh, I'll be, <laughs> but anyway, I'll just finish my point. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Pete Carroll's comments about letting Gino cook almost like pushing the ball down the field, all of that stuff. Um, Coolmore so... reached downfield and he'll take them. He 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 was near perfect from a process standpoint again. And just because the results weren't there from the overall offense, and we'll get to why that was, but like Gino as a quarterback was fine. So yeah, there, there are, there are a lot of teams around the league that have like quarterback problems and you kind of point to like, well, he missed a read here, you know, he, or he didn't, he read it right, but then he wasn't operating quick enough. Um, you know, where it's like, oh, this, I mean, this quarterback's having a meltdown, et cetera. Like Seattle doesn't have that problem at quarterback. Gino is like 
he 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 rarely made i don't think he made a single like bad decision i don't think he misread a coverage once um like he's he's operating really well like he was setting protections well and like that's why pete is saying what he's saying about him it's because they, they have a quarterback that is like doing what the play call asks um and so in order to in order to get going you can't be having those those negative plays that you had like in the run game like the the tackles for loss um and, and the penalties were setting them back and putting themselves in really bad situations and and while I think Gino has average arm strength with above average accuracy, it's not an arm talent that you want to put behind the sticks, especially against that pass rush. Um, that interception, for example, that's an example of him, the, the, the interception that wasn't called back. That's an example of him being able to access an explosive within the structure of a play that is not necessarily oriented around getting, getting deep. Um, and so, like, he moves off the front side of the concept. Goodwin ran the wrong route, by the way, as, as we came to learn from Pete. Um, and had he not r- ran the wrong route, he would have ran something vertical, and the free safety, the deep safety, would have been nowhere near the play to make a make an interception. It just would have been a um, a pass breakup. Um, but then you see Gino transition, snap back to the backside of the play, knowing and in reading the play, knowing he has a one-on-one because he knows that they're spinning to one high instead of showing too high pre-snap. So he knows he has lock at one-on-one. That's in the back of his mind. He doesn't even have to see it. Then he looks to lock and he's targetable. And then he fires it and it's underthrown and intercepted. But the reason why it's underthrown is because his center is getting walked back and he his base is being disrupted, meaning he can't, he can't set his feet the way he wants to. Then on top of that, he also can't, follow through 100%. It was like a three-quarter follow-through. Gino has the arm strength and the accuracy to make that throw no problem, but he doesn't have the arm strength to make that play when he can't fully get the ball off the way he'd like to. There are some quarterbacks in the league that can. Gino's not one of them. So the whole premise behind Gino is with his decision-making and with what arm talent he does have, he can make the, the offense, like we talked about last week, he can get you an above average offense if the play around him is average or better, right? So when when the pass rush is as it was, he can't get the ball downfield. Now, there. that said, he, he was, I think, and this kind of further leans into Pete's point about why they have trust in Geno, is that he was under fire all game. I think he got hit like six or seven times, and that was with getting the ball out. And that was with him avoiding more hits with pocket work avoiding more sacks with pocket work so i mean like they've of all of of all like the um kind of like the classic things you talk about quarterbacks like he's checking off so many boxes and that's why i think pete continues to be confident in him um and they just have to open it up so like what does open it up really mean yeah um i think that means uh like more dk to the boundary like just when they get single coverage just Mm. throwing it um as as for like as for like design shot plays in their under center and their pistol offense, and we'll talk about pistol, which they kind of use as under center, kind of use as shotgun, and kind of use as pure drop back, et cetera, and and use as a run formation, right? Um, they were running like that Yankee con- constraint, right? Like deep post with with the cross instead of a cross, it's like a deep whip, and and Lockett returns back. Yeah. Um, he hit Lockett on one of them and then he had Lockett on another one, but then the protection, the auxiliary, the, the, the fullback didn't block it, Bloor didn't block it. So Gino scrambles and hits Lockett anyway. 
on that on that deep one, which of course DJ Dallas throws an interception after, so then they can't Gino can't get rhythm and everything. Um, but so what they did call, what they did call that was aggressive, for the most part, Gino executed. Um, yeah, and it wasn't much, by the way. Like that's not to wasn't. say he wouldn't have executed more, but like there wasn't as much as there could have been. Um, and then what hurts him in the second half, right? You know, drive six to start the second half. They go three and out, where they go three and out because Penny misses a block on Bosa, but also is sprint out away from Joey Bosa. So I don't know why they released the backside tight end to Bosa anyway, just keep him in and block Joey Bosa, double team him. But Penny misses the block, so Gino gets sacked because he doesn't have time to get it to the open locket. Uh, then you're second and 18, so you're checking down. Your third and 11 is just short of the, the first down after the right read of the coverage. Like drive seven, um, you go three and out again. Uh, you go run, 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 where um, your quarterback, like keeper on the quarterback bash, quarterback power, whatever you want to call it, uh, Metcalf whiffs on his block. Like he should have made the block, he didn't. Then <laughs> drive eight, you <laughs> uh, uh, this is start of the fourth quarter now. <laughs> You're going uh, nice Gino process, hitting Lockett on a on a on a passing play. Uh, nice Gino process, finding the check down after Gabe Jackson got beat around the edge by a wide three tech rush. Nice Gino process, hitting Tyler Lockett for the first down against cover four. Then you go run on the first and ten. Haynes loses front side tackle for loss. Uh, you go um, <laughs> you go. Second and 12, so from that resulting tackle for loss, you go drive combination where I think Walker runs the route wrong. Uh, Gino also is pressured because um, uh, Jackson lost again in the pocket, which saw Gino kind of put a bit too much heat on it. So then you're in third and 12, uh, and then they they ran a game, which meant Gino got sacked, so he didn't have time to get it off. And and then the game's done, right? Because you're you're already 20 nil down, basically, and drive, drive nine is is happening during a bad period. So really, like... Oh, it's just frustrating because it's it's like all the, all these little things uh, sort of added up where there's like litany of execution errors around Gino, which just didn't allow him to play in like take advantage of the stuff they're giving him. But also like he showed that he's ready for more and he just didn't quite get given it. But then he may have been given it, it if it had the opportunities. They they did play a lot more cover three than I thought they did. But it was and, all off coverage. Like it was only in passing situations, really, yeah. where they went more middle field open. Right. Um, so it's part of their. So what success they did have in the pure drop back game, it was for the most part going to lock it and such. Right. They need to get. They need to get Noah Fant going, um, especially working the middle more, because Gina will throw that. Um, and I, I just like his his speed and size into the window, even if he's not like the best high po- pointer or maximizing his catch radius. I just think he needs to be involved. Um, and I don't know, like, do they do they work more tighter split stuff, um, which is kind of kind of what Diamond Pistol does for them. Mm. Um, I just think they need to they they need to not scheme scare. And like a, a lot of these plays were stalled by them scheming scared and thinking they're going to execute like with the, with the the quarterback option game right like they did that was getting a little too cute and i thought maybe because they had that practice because um and like the wildcat stuff 
they maybe they practiced it this past week because they were expecting bad weather. But it's like my thinking is even if the design of the play is sound in a snapshot, my thinking is just let give Gino a drop back, let him read out, let him read out the play, and 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 let let him work because that's that's what he does best, really. Um, let him cook. Let let Gino cook. Um, especially in the areas that, that he does do best in. So I just feel like it's Walger not needing to hold back. And we're not even talking with the deep stuff. We're talking like the intermediate oriented, intermediate oriented stuff. So that's where I'm at with it. Um, you know, it's, I really don't, the issues they had wasn't really sourced to Gino. Um, oh, so. yeah. The drive seven as well. The reason that they were, they, they had a, they had a, a six yard run, right. On first and 10. Uh, and then the next play, they go into two by two, right? And you've mentioned the play, they had 10 people on the field, which is more an aptitude. They go in 12 personnel pair trips, shift to like a two by two ace look. And they leave Joey Bosa, like literally unblocked into Travis Homer. I just, I can't believe it wasn't a fumble. And and I can't believe it wasn't for loss. So it's second and four to third and four. But it's like, how are we leaving Bosa unblocked? I think Lucas thought he was running wide zone left and it was actually wide zone right and so lucas went and helped they triple teamed the defensive tackle and left joey bosa unblocked um it's like little things like that like so many mistakes like just missed blatant like missed assignments around the the offense it's just so it's frustrating but it's also like reassuring in a way because it's like there's no way that they play that bad again like how on earth that's not going to happen now. And the fact that Gino stayed calm within all that and was like, still, still, he didn't force the issue. He still read out things. Um, I guess we should talk about his interception. Um, well, we, we did a little bit. That was when you were, you were um, freestyling on your desk. I was knocking um, a glass of water over, I think. So actually, yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. It's all good though. Like, uh, life is fine. I, I had mentioned how, he kind of deduced pre-snap because he saw the nickel coming down. The nickel was capped. How it looked, they presented too high, and then they were spinning to one high. And his post-snap process reflected that he knew that without even seeing what Lockett was doing. He knew he had a one-on-one with him. And then I mm. talked about the Blythe pressure, pressure or getting pressured from Blythe's rusher pressuring right. him. Well, now he can't doesn't have the arm talent to overcome not being able to step into his throw the way he wants no. to. No, but then Ka- Ka- Carol says like how right. they had a missed assignment. Like if you look at the uh, at the Geno pick play, if you go back, you can see it on the TV copy as well. Marquis Goodwin in the slot runs an out route right into DK Metcalf. Right. Now if Mark Goodwin flat, just right? runs up, yeah, he runs into the flat. If he just runs up slightly, even if it's on a hitch, he just commands the attention of the backside safety. Uh, Gibson, I think it was. And the backside safety, because his two is out, even though he's playing the cover two deep half, as soon as your two's out and you're you you're you're kind of um looking to one and Metcalf's already turned back. So he can just basically push to the other side of the field. Yeah, that if if Goodwin runs the right route there, uh, based on the coverage, then the, the pick doesn't happen it's because it's tipped and it just falls incomplete. And you're like, ooh, that was a close one. Uh should also say that um, Hufanga is an unbelievable looking player at the moment. He's really suited good. to their, how earth, they play yeah. football. Like the way they blitz him and then play him in the quarters is really exciting for them. And his run support is insane too. Yeah, like, wow. Um, what, a, what a player. And they had a play where 
in in the pistol full house formation, which I think does have a purpose. For what we've said I, it, this week against cover three, it it created nice one on ones for them against the zone, but also like, but 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 they had a play where they just um left Hufanga unblocked off a blitz off the edge. Yeah, like, they just yeah. didn't even block it. No one blocked him because of the blocking scheme of uh, the zone concept um, not working. Was, it, was that was that on the was that like on the the boot right? No. That's a separate oh. play. But oh. but again, like there's no, so yeah. many errors yeah. we can get into. So yeah. Uh, a bit more positive again watching the offense because Gino's process, despite all of this, remained accurate and his, because his poise remained. And the the reason why we're positive is because we assume that they're no, the everyone around him is never gonna have that bad of a game again, right? Yes. Or at least not all at the same time. So then if Gino's process and everything he's doing continues to project forward then theoretically they should be scoring more points uh and, and it's a lot it's hard to not improve on scoring zero offensive points anyway mm. but i mean they're a team that any given week should be able to get into the 20 plus range they have that in them that doesn't mean they'll always do it but that they have that in them and i still think that soon enough we could start to think of them as an above average offense and i do so my predi- my prediction for the season is that well, I'll go average. My prediction for the season is that I think they have enough on the bone where they can be an average offense. Um, and then that means they're going to have games better than average and games worse than average. But I don't think they need to have, they may not have another disaster game in them. Um, so that's Hopefully how I not. feel about it. Just like... because when your quarterback is is that consistent in decision-making, yeah, that goes for so much, and that does not necessarily mean conservative. Like again, I thought relative to what was schemed and called, yeah, it wasn't. He was aggressive he was, within he was, that. He's pushing it downfield when the play and the opportunity allows itself. He's not. Right. It's, it's the same thing we saw in the preseason. He's and, still, and, he's still taking the chances which are there. Right. And, and granted, scheme generally flows from quarterback skill set. So, so yeah you don't go deep with him like you do with Russell Wilson. Like you can't throw 50 yard fades and 50 yard posts with him. Right. But you can still call more than what Waldron did. And he will throw that and he'll throw it within structure. Again, like I said earlier, where it's not necessarily the primary focus of the play, he'll progress to a deep shot that is there. If the defense gives it to him. Well, like when he found Tyler Lockett on the, on the improvised uh, route where basically, Basically, it's play action. Um, he gets Lockett's coming open. It's a seven-man protection. The protection messes up. Uh, this he gets squeezed down and allows allows uh, pressure before Gino can hit Lockett. So Gino rolls right calmly. Lockett's on the same page as him from an improvisation standpoint. Gino lofts the football uh, very quickly to Lockett, quick enough that the defenders can't break on it, and it's complete for a big play. That's the drive where I think they ended up doing the weird wildcat thing. Like other other first like first half errors because we haven't been through them, but like sec first and ten wide zone, um, you you call twenty one personnel eye formation against the bare front, and then you call weak wide zone. So you have a situation where you're running into a no bubble defense, which is just a disaster, um, and there's no space for it. So that's for a one yard loss. Then on the second and eleven, they try that RPO that they did against the Broncos middle field open. But Kenneth Walker goes the wrong way. Like, 
So then you're in third and yeah. 12, and that's that's yeah. amazing. And then they can just sit back. Like, third and 12 against defenses ain't a winning formula. They, it, even Seattle's defense, like, you're, you're not going to win against a team in third and 11. So, like, and then and then even the two-minute drill, like, that they have at the end of the half, they have no timeouts, and they have, like, one minute 30 left. Like, you can't do that much when they're just going to sit off you, and you've got, like, not the best field position anyway. Like, it's just so annoying because, yeah. I don't know. So they had yeah. like one good drive in the game where they didn't have any errors, which ended with a pick. Uh, and then the, even the penalties, like the, the lineman downfield thing to negate the big Metcalf shot, like, man, that's an error. Like it, it's, yeah. it's a mistake. So I right. don't know. They're, so, they'll be all right. So one, one last thing. So this this diamond pistol stuff where we're talking about. Diamond yeah, yeah, pistol let's delve being, into that a bit more. So so pistol obviously being where the you're, the quarterback's in shotgun, but the running back is behind the quarterback. And then you've got two two guys in the backfield flanking the quarterback. So um, really forming a triangle, um, but we call it diamond pistol. Um, because if you think about it, if the quarterback was under center, it would form a diamond. But then if you put him into the shotgun, now it's no longer a diamond, but they call it diamond pistol. So that to emphasize the quarterbacks and pistol. Anyway, you guys get the picture. Um, and I'm sure you guys did anyway before that. Uh, so what's cool about it is again, they, this game, they ran, they ran, um, you can run out of it. And so you're, you're they're running out of it enough. Again, it's like a 50-50 split where the defense is treating you like it's essentially under center. So they're, which means really they're playing one high. They're trying to be gapped out. Um, so if they're running out of it, that means they can run, turn your back, play action out of it. And they, they hit a couple of, they had one, I think, play action concept hit off of this. Mm-hmm. And then also they're running just pure drop back out of it. And why that's important is because if they're treating it like it's under center and they're not only they're aligning to you, like they're expecting a run or play action pass, it it influences their person, the defensive personnel, and it influences individual defenders like thinking and keying. It's all about tendency. Then you get into pure drop back. You have an advantage because the pass rush isn't as juiced up. And the defenders are, are, are their alignments and their drops. They're thinking other things. So like they hit they hit Tyler Lockett on the 14-yard curl route out of it. Gino did. Um, so that means that like the concepts themselves are fairly vanilla or they don't have to get more complicated than that. They well, and it's hard to they make don't. them more complicated when you only have two right, like, instant receivers out there. That too, that too. But it's just, it gives them a, an advantage from a tendency standpoint because defenses, they want to chart you. They want to put what you do in the buckets and categorize you so that that can inform what they need to do. You're using that information against them if you can sell that you're trying to be an under center team when you're in pistol. And this is just one back pistol too. But then if you can also call your pure drop back that gives you an advantage, you can be more efficient on average when you do just call a straight drop back with no play action out of it. So, yep. you know. And then it also gives them options on second and short because you can run gap stuff and take advantage of the front. Uh, they just yeah, need no, to block that better. And it's cool how you can you can sometimes have running backs and a fullback there, and you can sometimes use the tight ends in it. But um, right, I feel like just because of the Walker forty personnel wildcat pistol, uh, where Dallas threw the pick, 
like it's easy to then lump in the rest of this with it, but that's not the same deal. Like this, when this Gino's is, back there, exactly. <laughs> an like, actual you have an actual guy who can throw. Um, 